more revelation about Jesus. So um, the handheld mic is over there. Shall we stand? <clears throat> Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. I'm reading from Matthew 2, verses 1 to 12. <clears throat> in the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born to the king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is a shepherd to my people, Israel." Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go, go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also pay him homage. When they heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had been seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering their house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left their own country by another road. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you. Wonderful, thank you so much. Please be seated, everybody. There is so much in that reading that we get to unpack, which is really wonderful. And talking of unpacking and unwrapping things, it's two weeks since Christmas Day. Can you believe it? Two Sundays ago, Christmas Day, and now here we are. Not quite mid-January, but getting close. Um, I wonder, who here got some good presents at Christmas? Some good gifts? Oh, only a few hands have gone up. You need to go back and tell your family and friends. Yeah, okay. I was expecting lots of people. Um, did anybody get, does anybody want to share any presents that they got? Harry? Um, I, got, I got my first phone. Very happy. Oh, first phone. Excellent. Joseph? A watch, excellent, sorry, that's quite far away. Any others? A really big voice, Ava? You've got a Polaroid camera. Hoverboard, I'm so deaf up here, aren't I? Uh, yeah, okay, excellent. And one more? A new granddaughter. A new granddaughter. I don't think anybody can beat that. That is so um, amazing. And yeah, congratulations to you and Bryony and the lovely new mum and dad as well. And baby. Excellent. Um, yeah, these are some, some really great presents. 
And I think some of them, they can reveal, I want you to think about your presence, if they reveal things about who you are. Okay? So the, the wonderful sharing that you've done is really great. But some of them, they might show what our hobbies are, what our interests are. Has anybody got something that your family knows that you like once and you get that every single year, no matter what? Yeah, I'm sure there's some like that. But the gifts, they reveal about who we are. Um, I quite like baking. Um, I didn't get anything this year, but other years I then get different baking equipment and new recipe books to try out and things. Because I like baking and that reveals something about who I am and what I do. So then people give you gifts according to that. I'm sure you can all think of instances of that as well. And in our gospel reading that Steve read to us, we had some gifts. What were the three gifts? Oh, add a big voice. Can you tell me one? Gold. Excellent. What was number two? Benjamin. Frankincense. What's number three? Miles. Myrrh. Excellent. Um, Well done. Next question. What do they represent? We have gold... Oh, I can take other somebody else. Oh, Joseph. Wealth. Wealth, yeah, and about him being a king. We have frankincense. Anybody know about frankincense? The, the, we've got the incense, and it was used in worship in the temple. And the third one, myrrh. Oh, Joseph again. Can you say that again, please? Um, to show that he will rise again. To show that he will rise again, yeah. Myrrh is used, it's another incense, it's a perfume, and it's often used for anointing, but also for the embalming. So it talks about Jesus' death, and then we know that he then rise again. So we've got this revelation about who Jesus is with his kingship and his kingdom, that he is worthy to be worshipped, because of his divinity, his God in flesh, and talking about his death. And we know that all that has brought for us with reconciliation with God. Um, For children, I didn't bring one up, but in the corner over there, I've got some pictures with something hidden on it. Um, You can use the pencils to colour on the picture to see what it reveals. And there's also some candles so you can make your own hidden pictures as well. So wander over there if you want to find some revelation hiding in a picture as we continue. So we have these wonderful gifts that reveal about who Jesus is. But before the gifts come, that's right at the last verse, we have more revelation, don't we? We have this star that appears, that signifies Jesus' birth. And they are noticed, the star is noticed by the Magi. They're wise men, astrologers. They are foreigners. They are not Jewish. They are from a different country. And they see this star. They pay attention to what's going on around them. Uh, We observed his star at its rising. And they know that it means something really important has happened. So I don't know how much they already knew, how much they had to investigate a little bit further. But they then have a choice to make. They have noticed something. 
important. And now they have a choice to respond. What are they going to do with this information? They can do nothing. They can go, oh, what a lovely star. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, something really important happened. And you just carry on with life as normal. Or they can make the action to go and to follow and to find out themselves personally what is this important thing that's happened. We know that they decide to take course number two and they go and follow the star. It would have been an all-encompassing decision for them. They would have been leaving their homes, their country, travelling into unknown places. They might well have been leaving their families behind. Apart from we know there was more than one and we know they had three gifts, we do not know how many people there were. We don't know the composition of people, if it was just a couple that were going, if it was whole households going, if there was lots of servants going with them. We don't know, we're not told. But we know whatever it is that they made this big decision to leave where they were and to go and follow. They would have sacrificed their finances to fund the travelling, to fund the gifts, their time, their energy, their regular lives to go and follow the star and pay homage to the person that it showed. But it was so worth it though. We had that they were overwhelmed with joy. And they follow and they get as far as Jerusalem. And then they inquire for more information, which you think would be a really good place to go, wouldn't it? Because Herod, who is the king of the Jews, he is half Jewish, either uh, it's somebody, a new son for him in his household, so great, you go to the palace, the new baby will be there, or being the king of the Jews, he would be aware of what's happened and he would have information to the whereabouts of this child. So they go to Jerusalem, they get there, they see Herod. But actually, Herod doesn't know. He calls together the, the chief priests, the scribes, and others in Israel, and asks them information. So we have here the scribes um, and the chief priests. They knew the prophecy about where the Messiah would be. They can give the information, oh, it's going to be in Bethlehem. So they know the information, but they haven't been paying attention and they've missed the signs, they've missed the star. There would have been plenty of opportunity by the time that the wise men make their way to Jesus. It could have been weeks, it could have been months, it could have been years. They would have had time to make that notice, but they didn't. It was the foreigners, the Gentiles, the outsiders who paid attention to what God was doing and acted on it. So they get this information about going to Bethlehem and they go down there and can't begin to imagine what it's like. Chris, you've obviously had so much joy at the birth of your new granddaughter and just being able to marvel over her and love her and just do everything that a wonderful grandparent does. How much more... If that's Jesus, the face of God, um, the whole of his glory and splendor in this little baby, in this little child, how much joy would they have had when they met him, when they came in and they worshipped him? 
You know, you can't put a price on that. And they chose that and they made so many sacrifices, but I think it was completely worth it. And then they have to make more, don't they? Because they go away in a different direction. So again, they're stepping out into the unknown. Presumably, it would have been a longer journey home from them. It would have taken them much more time, but they did that to follow. And thinking on that for us, you know, we can often look at the Christmas story and the nativity and the parts. We have the shepherds and the angels and the wise men. It's something that we all know. But what does that mean for us today? Well, I was thinking about it. How much do we pay attention to what God's doing? And then what are our actions on that? Do we make room for the glory of God? Do we allow it to transform our lives, to completely change us, the things that we do, how we live? You know, we are on the other side of the cross. We know what Jesus has done through his death and resurrection. We know he has ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. We know more information than the wise men did, but they gave their all to follow him. And actually, do we give our all to follow him as well? We have to make a decision on the information, on the revelation, the epiphany of the glory of Jesus. And that changes our lives. So that is our response. You know, we have that choice of what we get to do. Isaiah 60 started, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. The darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. That is a wonderful image of the glory and light of God. And when we say yes, when we give our all to him, we get to be people filled with his glory, filled with his light, and we get to shine that out in the darkness to those around us. So as we've been looking at the wise men coming and paying homage to Jesus, recognising who he is, we get to do the same and give our all to him for all his glory, which is so, so worth it. We're going to have a time of response now. Um, And children in the corner over there, Hello, excellent, keep paying attention. Um, I'm going to ask you to take the things and go and sit back in your seats. If you want to take some paper and pencils with you for the response time, um, you can as well. There's some extra coloured paper up on the piano. Ava, can you grab that so other people can take? It's up on the piano. On the piano, up here. Ah, thank you, Sam. Um, And you can take that, because we're going to have some time of chatting and catching with God. This is what we call it in junior church. So we get to chat to God, and we catch from him with our whole bodies. So pictures, words, scripture, um, yeah, with our bodies. So many different ways we can catch from God. And the song is going to be, in a moment, it's going to be worthy of it all. And actually, you might like to take this time just to marvel in awe and wonder at the glory and splendor of Jesus, of God, um, who is there 
and just focus on that, worshipping him. You might want to recommit yourselves to him. You might want to commit yourselves to him for the first time. Maybe there's places of darkness that we have um, in our lives, in our friends, our family's lives, in the world. And actually maybe we can bring that to God and just go, actually, yeah, God, come and bring your light, come and bring your glory in this place. Um, Children, as you've got bits of paper, we'll have a bit of time just chatting and catching to God. But if you want to write or draw anything down afterwards, um, feel free to do that. Adults, there'll be plenty of paper and stuff around. So if you want to grab a piece afterwards to write or draw, it's sometimes a really good way to remember what God is uh, talking to us about, what God is doing in us. So yeah, let's just have this time just reflecting on the glory of God and just coming before and bowing down in homage to him and worship.